This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening, everyone. Yeah, I hope everyone's good. Literally just walked in. Um, obviously... Very uh, emotionally disappointed and whatever after that, but uh, it wasn't good enough. Uh, and just for, but for me, to summarize, I think ultimately we played, I think, what, five or six games. We struggled to score in all but one game. We have struggled to score against teams like Huddersfield, Hull. Tonight was like watching the whole game all over again. And now Birmingham. We're creating lots of chances. So all of the facts point down to the fact we're not converting them. And it's as simple as that. And for me, letting a phobie go in January and not replacing him is criminal. And it's coming back to bite us on the arse. So, yes, I think Rowett did make some, you know, incorrect decisions tonight. Um, but the players have got to stand up and be counted. And the players that are out there tonight, we have plenty of chances that didn't take them. So, in order for us to get in the playoffs now, I think we've got to go undefeated between now and the end of the season. We need to pick up probably seven points. Um, and we always do it the hard way, don't we? But this is Buell, and this is why we're all going to play tonight. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Stephen, can you um, do your window up or mute yourself until you speak? Well, is that better? Yeah, that's much better now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so do you agree with uh, with Chris then? Getting rid, of, getting rid of the striker and not bringing another strikers in has um, been our downfall. Not investing correctly in January which with the positions what we really needed has uh, has cost us now not not investing absolutely um I think that what what Chris said there's right if, if the fact that we look we could we, we let a striker go and we didn't sign a striker then we let a second striker go in Alafi and still didn't bring in a striker I, I don't I don't I won't I, and I won't buy the business of um of the Nesbit deal because you still could have with two days to go in the window they could have signed a striker. It might not have been it might not have been a, a, a two million pound striker, but they still could have brought a body in, somebody to do a job, and they never they never did. And it, it might be harsh, you know, to say that you know it's it's down to you know lack of investment and JB, you know, he's a good chairman and this that and the other. But as we were talking earlier, Mickey. If you want to make the, if you want to make the, if they really want to make the Premier League, you got to put some money in. And unfortunately, they failed to do it. And now look at us, we can't score a goal. No, let's see. We're joined again by Omar. Welcome, Omar. What do you want to say for now? Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, mate. Oh, I echo what the guys are saying there. I think puffed and puffed. Um, 
you know, end of the day, going to the game, we always say, like, the players give everything. That's all we really want is the bare minimum, isn't it? Like, And I think, you know, you can't fault any of them out there today, to be honest. Even Burke, you know, I thought he was brilliant again today. I thought he's played better than he has done since he's joined, really. Um, and it's just, you know, it's the rubber to green, isn't it? I mean, that Charles Brad has had second half, you know, it, another day sticks it away. You're thinking, come on, just that little bit of chance we needed. And it weren't to be. Weren't to be, and it's disappointing, mate. No, I totally agree with you. I think it's um, it's definitely harder now. I think the, the table's opened right up now from all the way down to Watford now on 59. I mean, it's, it's pretty much we could have sealed it to a degree or given us a, 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 a good chance. Um, but now it's definitely open for our... Chris, you've been posting a few of your posts um, this evening. What was that one you posted that we've only... Is that we only scored or we've only won... Twice we only scored twice when we've had over fifty percent possession. No, the the, the stat, basically I, I'm getting sick and tired of losing to these shit teams one nil. So and we always seem to have loads of possession against them. So I just looked up the whole season, and we've only won two games where we've had more than fifty percent possession. So to me, what that highlights is that's why we always beat teams that are better or, or, you know, the better side and struggle against the worst sides because they give us the ball. That's exactly what Neil Warnock did. That's exactly what Birmingham did tonight once they'd scored the first goal. And we don't have another way of playing. And I'm not going to sit here and slag off Rowett because ultimately his way of playing over the course of the season has got us to fifth place. So you can't really criticise. But where I can criticise is when we do come up against teams like this, we don't have a plan B. And that's the thing. I've... Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally agree with you on there. Good evening, Alex. Alex, you sat through the, um, you sat through the uh, manager um, press conference. Um, what was that like then? You have to unmute yourself, fellow. Go on. Evening, all. Evening, all. Um, I've, I've been very frustrated at times after watching Gaffins, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to go out on her figure and say I don't think we could have done a lot more. I really don't. Um, I'll tell you, Alex, is... Alex, straight up, I'll tell you something what we could have done is actually fucking put the ball in the back of the net. Well, yeah. I mean, Rather I than, I mean, the last 10, 15 minutes, we, we were giving the ball away like we were a fucking shit Sunday league team. I would say, apart from that, yeah, but I mean... How about not make substitutions of fucking 75 minutes again. Make substitutions at 60, 65 minutes and give players a chance to get into the game. That question was asked. That question was asked in the press conference. And uh, his answer to that was that we were on top at the time. He didn't want to make the subs because when he did make them... He fucked it anyway. He, he actually lost the momentum for that five, ten minute period uh, after... Which he was right in a fair. They did lose that momentum, um, but look, I think I actually think that when you are dominating a game, sometimes you need a bit of luck. And look, that bit of luck didn't come. We could have been playing until this time tomorrow, and I still don't think the ball would have gone in the net. It's just so frustrating. I think lack of investment for me. I mean, for me, for Ryan, sitting in the press box today, it was so frustrating because every single time. And I also want to talk briefly about the referee. I think the five minutes of additional time was an absolute joke. Um, How it was only five minutes, I don't know. Um, 
credit to Birmingham, though. They managed the game very, very well. Yeah, they did what they had to do to win the game. They defended so well. Um, but no, look, we we like to do it the hard way. Um, and I think people are going to say, look, there's a repeat coming when we go to Wigan. That won't be the case. Wigan, 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 Wigan won tonight. Yeah, they won tonight. They've got everything to play for. They can get out of the bottom if they beat us. They've got everything to play for. Well, Wigan will have to win. They have to win. It's as simple as that. If they don't win at the weekend, they will be down. It's as simple as that. Because we've got to win. But they'll come at us. Absolutely, they will come at us. They have to. They have to do that. Because if they don't, I mean, particularly as being the home team, that's where I think it will favour Millwall. Because they'll be the away team. They can sit in. They can play on the counter a sec. It'll be a lot different. Uh, we're in a Alex, Alex, Alex. We're in a fucking home team today, mate. And we couldn't fucking yeah. score a goal. We couldn't have run a bath, mate, sitting in the middle of a fucking reservoir. Do you know what I mean? No, but the problem with Millwall is when they have the ball, they can't create. When they try... If you give Millwall the ball, they're not going to win the game. Purely because they can't... Well, and they don't know what to do with the ball. That's the problem. And I think the stats have proved... But both of these two teams tonight that played this game, right? Neither team has won a game when they've had more of the ball. It just shows you. Um, we don't do well with the ball. Um, and look, we could, we had 21 shots, right? Sometimes you've got to admit it's not your night. We have to move on. We have to take it. What I don't think is so important between now and the end of the season. You cannot dwell on each result. You've got to put it behind you. You've got to move because of the way it is. It's now three games. I just, I just don't understand. I mean... Listen, I mean, listen, if you're listening to this and you want to get involved, it's easy. Just press a request to speak and come on. Um, you're lucky enough that we've got... Can, go I just, can I just jump in there? The the, the problem is, uh, with, with what you just said there, Alex, is, yeah, yeah okay, it might not be our night, but we had the same issue at Hull. We've had 43 shots. We've had 43 shots and scored no goals in them two games against teams towards the bottom of the league. It, it's just not. It's just not good enough. It's, it's Groundhog Day. It's Groundhog Day, and, and that is why um, I was saying about ultimately the the fact we did not invest in another central striker in January is what overall will cost us because we're creating these chances and we don't have anyone to convert them. You cannot just pump balls constantly up to Bradshaw and how many other teams in the league, let alone the fucking top six, have got one central striker. What you see on 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 that point where you write what you put there, yeah, um, uh, Chris, Gary, um, Richard Cowley has just as as posted from the press conference where he said, um, he said something about that where he said, um, we were we were putting balls up and there was too many long balls and this and that. I'm trying to find it now. Find his actual post. Yeah, basically there was too too many long straight balls that went directly up. And fed straight into Birmingham's hands. That's that's the thing of the post. He said the same thing in the press conference. Yeah, we played too many. Yeah, too many long straight balls. We conceded a very poor goal. Yeah, we did. But realistically, if we're playing too many long straight balls, surely that's how he fucking set us up, isn't it? Or did the players not listen to what he says and just go down and plays whatever they want to play? I don't think the intention at the time was to play long straight balls. I don't think that was probably. I think if you look at it, right. The first 20 minutes didn't go as I thought it would go, and I don't think it went as as how Millwall planned it. They wanted to 
be on top in that first 20, 25 minutes. And that's what Gary alluded to. He said that it took them too long to get going. Um, and when that happens and you let a team get on top of it, I mean, I do look at the goal. The goal... Now, I've seen many different people have said different things about the goal. My my thoughts on the goal are it's Danny's fault in the first place because of the way he gets beat. He's far too high up. Ball gets played inside of him. Coop should never go to ground. Why Cooper goes to ground, I don't know. He should have just stood up and he could have blocked the shot from Nukovic. It's nothing to do with George Long. I don't know why people are blaming George Long for the goal. Um, it should never have got to George Long in the first place. The guy's actually tried to save it with his head. Um, I I personally don't see how people blame George Long for the goal. Because he went through his arms. Well, yeah, but the thing is with that, Mick, you know, I'm just, I mean, I'm just watching it again now. It's actually because Jukovic, or whatever his fucking name is, it's a bit of a scruffy finish. So it actually bobbles up over his arm and goes between his arm and his head. I'm with you, Alex. It's nothing to do. It's, I can't. I can't believe it. Right. I can't see how anyone blames blames Long for the guy. I just don't see it. It's, it's Danny's fault in the first place. He's playing far too high up. Yeah. Um, it's, if Danny Matt never goes into that area, right? If Danny Matt goes into that area and doesn't win it like yeah. he did, he has to bring him down. Absolutely. On the edge of the on on the edge of the first well, or the edge of the half, he has to bring him down. He can't just turn. Let him turn and then get a straight run and a pass. On. No, I totally agree to you. Let, let, just hold that thought for one second. Let's get a couple of there's There's quite a few new voices we'll want to get on. Anthony, um, let's come in with you first, fella, and then I'll come to you, East Block, and then I'll come to you, Billy, in a sec. All right, see, so yeah, I mean, I, I could sit here and talk about uh, the, the lack of killer edge in front of goal. I mean, uh, we keep seeing the... Go on, East Block. And I made your live go. Hang on one minute, Anthony. Come back to you two secs. Go on, East Block. Just wanted to just quickly just bring up about a lot of people have been a bit sort of been debating about who's fault it was for the goal. But after the Huddersfield game, I was fuming after that. Fume, fuming for days after that. And it's just we've had a couple of results where we had scored yeah but it's nil-nil it's Luton okay that's not too bad but in t- tonight again people debating who's, who's at fault for the goal but they ain't at fault for the loss because we had scoring goals win games we had scoring at all and that's that's we can't break down these shit teams that turn up that, that want to try and bother us we can't and it's just, it's just I can't get over it it's it's you're going to concede goals you ain't going to do and Arsenal can and concede only 14 goals in a season. We ain't going to do that. Teams do concede goals. We yeah. just need to be outscoring people sometimes. Because that's how I think it's. I think it's the type of goal that you concede more than anything. I mean, if you look at the two goals that have been, that have been conceded against Huddersfield and Birmingham, right? two extremely poor defensive mistakes that should be being made. Not and how Yeah. And Hull as well. I mean, Hull was a very poor goal to concede. But particularly, the two at home against Huddersfield and Birmingham tonight should not be being made. You know, it's it, and it's come down the same side each time. Um, and you can't do that. I mean, you cannot afford to make you, those types of mistakes. You actually can't make those mistakes. And they have led to losses. But had those mistakes not happened, we still would have got a draw. Yeah. Still, it still would be a nil-nil. Um, the thing is, some... 
teams do concede goals. They are. People are going to make mistakes. They are. But often, that comes at a cost where, you know, you win maybe 2-1 or 3-1 or something like that. Even even Burnley, if people score against Burnley, people score against teams, people make mistakes. But often, it doesn't matter so much because that team will go on to win 2-1 or 3-1 or something like that. But we keep on losing because of these mistakes because we're not scoring. No, exactly. I mean, the problem is, if, you, if you're conceding, I mean, if... If you're not going to score in a game, you've, you've got to not concede. Yes, as simple as that. Well, you know, we've only conceded 42 goals all season. So, if it's if you say it like that, Alex, it's the type of defensive mistakes that are being made. It's not, Alex, it's that, not the thing that... Alex, 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 that statistic you just sat there and said, we've only, we've only conceded 42 games. We've only played 42 fucking games. So, you're, yeah. so pretty much, on every, yeah, we're conceding yeah, the goal every fucking game. Yeah, yeah, but that's the how many goals since in the league? Yeah, but how many goals we scored compared to others? We, I think we scored forty nine goals or fifty goals. I can't remember. So not many more than what we've conceded. I mean, I mean, does anyone anyone else on the pat of of the normal panel lot, Anthony and, and Billy? I'll bring you in in two sets. But anyone views on um on East Block's comments there of that we're just God, Stephen, do your window up. What what I would say. What I would say is I, I understand the point of view about, uh, you know, they would only be draws. But at this stage of the season, every point every point counts. And I can understand where Alex is coming from because tonight, if Danny McNamara doesn't go all gung-ho for that, for that ball or he brings the guy down, the game ends nil-nil, we take a point. Yeah, OK, it's not free, but it keeps it in our hands. If you're... If, if you're can, it, Look, Millwall pride themselves, Rowett prides himself and the back four and the keeper pride themselves on clean sheets. And they believe they can take a clean sheet every game, which is fine. But if you're going to give away a poor goal against poor sides, and then they are going to sit back and defend, and they are going to say break us down because they know that we can't do it. I, 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 I do agree that we don't score enough goals, and that is probably going to be the reason why we're struggling. However, at this stage of the season, every point is crucial and you cannot make mistakes that lead to losing. No, I'll get you. Billy, do you want to come in, fella? And then I'll bring you in, Lou, next. And then I'll come back to you, Andy, in a sec, yeah? And can you boys hear, hear me all right, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, firstly, thank, thanks for having us on. Uh, look, I'm fucking fuming after that game tonight. But what I'll do is I'll start with a couple of positives before I go into my negatives, before I go on a bit of a rant about it. Look, I think watching that game, we did go for the win. Um, other than the whole game, we struggled to create chances. But tonight, I mean, obviously we created a lot, which is trying to take a positive out, out of a bad game, in my opinion. And at times we did look good go, going forward with it. Our football did look good. I mean, outside of that, the Preston game especially, but we've done it again tonight. Silly passes just constantly given away. Both at the back and up top, passing it, passing it across the field and there isn't enough weight on it and it gets intercepted. Or, or try to send it long and it's too much weight behind it. And it's running out when no one's ever going to get there. When we're in control of a game, it's basic football to not give away silly passes between each other. Um, another one for me is the subs. I know a few people have said it. They're just way too late. Rowett talked about bringing SA on as a starter against Preston. And then he waits until the 83rd minute tonight before he actually brings him on. You've got to give him more than seven minutes. He's the only player that gives us a big outlet. And we're only giving him seven minutes to try and make an impact in a game. 
He needs more. Volksammer isn't a starter for me. He's he isn't. He needs to be he needs to be on the bench. Maybe try to come on later as an impact player. But I think he's proven that for me that he isn't a starter. Um I also just think that we got no plan B. We play every single game the same way, we make the same subs at the same times. I think other teams have sussed us out. That's why, especially recently, the goals have all dried up. And I think people know how we play and it's we're very easy to play against, I think. I don't know what you boys think about them comments. I totally agree with you. Before the panel comes, Omar, do you want to say something there? No, I agree. I think the fact is, though, that 25-minute spell second half, it could have easily been 3 or 4-1 to us. Like, just ultimately, the finishing in front of goal cost us. You know, Bradshaw had a good chance. Burke had a good chance where, you know, he sticks it wide of the post. Another day, we could be talking about how that's 25-minute spell second half. We could have yeah, 3 or 4 That was a brilliant spell, I think. Yeah. Sorry, 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 it ends up too. That's right. And just on just on that over as well, and just to your point, Billy, whilst I 100% normally agree Rowan makes his changes too late, I think we were in the midst of <clears throat> such a sustained period of pressure and it all being us, he probably felt like he couldn't change it because it may have just broken up the flow. Where I know we can look at it in hindsight and say, yeah, he needs to make the changes earlier, but at that time, it was all us. They couldn't even get out of their box, let alone their half. If we'd have changed it, it could have changed the flow. My main issue on how we haven't. Oh, sorry, what? No, I was going to say, but you know how we haven't scored in that twenty-five period. As Omar just said, I mean, it's just really. I think also, I think one of the subs he made that I didn't get, we played off. I thought he just linkage the midfield control of the game afterwards. I mean, you know, from the, my expert life, thinking, okay, Styles comes on a bit more technical on the ball, but as soon as you take Savile off, there was no presence in midfield, and Birmingham and I'm cashiering his legs. Yeah, mate. Louis. I mean, we're I mean, we're sitting there saying that you know, oh, the last twenty five minutes we we could have scored three, and you know, and maybe you know we we were in control of the grain. That's why we made the subs late. But this isn't a one off game. No, I this happened in the last six games where we haven't scored, where we are making the subs at the eighty third minute, whether we're on top, whether we're behind, whether we're drawing. This is not just oh, well tonight maybe we could have done different. This is constantly no, and it was in our hands to, to make the prices. And now we put all now we put our future in the hands of other teams. No, let's see, Lou, go and break. Yeah, no, I just think with that. No, go on, Lou. Go on. Yeah, no, I just I think it's been going on for too long. I think like tonight's performance, it's no different to what I've seen so many times this season. I feel like, I, in my opinion, I don't I do not know how we're in the top six, and I'm not just saying that based on. Yeah, cool. We've had a bad loss. Everyone's fuming. No, I'm I'm saying that dead serious because there's there's a lot of bad footballers in this team. There's a lot of bad footballers in this team, and lucky enough, we've got a few outstanding ones that get us out of the mud and get us out of the shit. Because if we didn't have them, we'd be in for a lot of trouble. And our yeah, our depth players know they can have bad performances, and and there's there's going to be no repercussions. There's going to be no one to replace them. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's it's. I don't get how SA doesn't start. I, I I don't, for the life of me, understand it. I feel like there's 18,000 people in that stadium that do not understand how SA start, but Vogslam is still on the pitch for seven, for 75 minutes. I, I, I don't get it. I don't know if everyone else feels the same about Vogslam, but I think he's, yeah, the less of the better and the better for all this. Anthony, do you want to come in, fella? Because hopefully your phone signals will be better this time. Could you cut right out? Yeah, I was, I was outside. We, we should be better now. Um... Agree with a lot of the points. Um, SA, even even Tyler Bury. Uh, Tyler Bury is fit. He was in the U21s last week. I, I, I think he's better than Bogosammer. So, like, I don't know. I, I see that. I, I agree with everything. I guess 
the uh, the other points I wanted to make. Um, I, I thought it was nice seeing Styles come off the bench. She had the great one-two where um, Etheridge bobbled it and Bradshaw, you know, scores it on another day. But I thought that was nice to see uh, Callum back in and uh, make a good play like that. And uh, the the other point I'll mention, uh, we had no issues tonight with uh, with uh, Cooper getting pulled in the box or anything, but. How the ref blows it dead when John Ruddy is 30 yards out of net. How they blow that dead, I was fuming. I I thought it was bullshit. He ends up going off 15 minutes later, but like I, I thought it was garbage that they stopped play there. He's 30 yards out. Burt catches the ball. He's about to throw it in, and they blow it. I thought that was absolute garbage. We'd have probably missed the open goal, to be fair, and this it wouldn't have mattered. I tell you, we're starting, starting to feel very, very international today. I mean, I, I, I take it a Billy probably not. 100%. 100% we, we couldn't hit a barn door of a machine gun at the minute. <laughs> there's, there's been six, 16 games, 16 games this season where we haven't scored a goal. That, and we're still fifth. It, it's mental. It's actually mental. And this, if, if there's going to be a season where we get in the playoffs, it's going to be this season because the standard of this league is, is so poor. It's the poorest I've ever seen it. The difference between... Burnley and the rest of the teams is it, it, it's crazy. It, does, it doesn't make sense to me. So. Another yeah. another interesting stat from Richard Cowley tonight is people will say it's only XG, but Millwall were two point three eight tonight, and Birmingham were zero point five seven. Well, that there tells you on the law of averages you're going to score goals. But you are both in score goals. So we did it. You're going to win a game. No, no, no. But one, yeah. no, but. No, but it's over the course of the next three games. We're going to score goals. Alex, Alex. Alex. I know, but Alex. Alex, Alex. If my name's got wheels, mate, it should be a fucking bike. Yeah, that's right. Listen, we're going to have it. We're going to have a high XG when we're playing a team that's 17th in the league. Nothing to play for. And they scored one goal and just sat sat back. We're we're obviously going to have a high XG. XG don't mean nothing because we could have been there next week and we still wouldn't have scored a goal. So... It's one of them ones where, yeah, yeah, it's the same at Hull as well. The mistake we made for the goal, like getting the shot. I just think ultimately, like shooting ourselves in the foot, chasing the game afterwards. Like I think it just cost us. And afterwards, we half and puff, but there's no real quality in this side, like to score goals. Oh, I mean, look, also, we've got to score the first goal. Hang on, one set, one one set, both of you two before you come in. There's quite a few of you who have got open mics now. What can come in whenever you want. All I'd say is, look, come in if you've got a point where you want to raise on, on what people are saying. Um, rather than me keep coming to you, but just make sure that you're not talking over each other because obviously then the audience can't hear you. And again, if you're sitting on the audience and something's poked you and gone, fuck it, I want to say something, then just press your request to speak and uh, and we'll get you in to join this melee of uh, of international Millwall fans. Um, I think Billy's in Australia or he sounds in Oz, unless he's, unless he's not. But uh, Anthony's obviously, I think, in America. So, uh, yeah, we seem to have a, a, a very much... Um, international audience tonight mate and we've got pretty much a full panel on as well so uh let's have it who wants to go first can i can i just say can i just say expected goals is the worst stat in football because it honestly i couldn't care less if our expected goals was 50 if you don't put the ball in the back of the net it it don't matter it just doesn't matter and unfortunately unfortunately stats stat people you know people love a stat the, the simple fact is, is after the Huddersfield game, even with a bad result, we still had it in our hands. We had it in our hands after 
nil nils with West Brom, nil nils with Luton. We had it in our hands. Even after Hull, we had it in our hands. As it stands, it is now not in our hands, and we've only got ourselves to blame. Listen, realist, realistically, the biggest stat is this: if you can keep Bradshaw and Fleming quiet, we ain't winning the game. No. Our, third, our third top scorer is Cresswell. Yeah, and he's injured. And he's injured. That that says it all. The the wingers. That is a sentence. Exactly. Exactly. The season. <laughs> yeah. exactly. I feel like I feel I, I do feel sorry for Fleming because I feel like in a, it, that people say he only had two assists. Well, because he's got Vogtslammer and Oliver Burke on each wing. I, I don't think Messi would have more than two assists at this point. My, my only argument, and I'm definitely not digging Fleming out here, is tonight we've had more of the ball, probably, than I'd say, than, certainly had it more than we did at Hull, but more than we've had it in recent games, and he didn't get on the ball enough again tonight to influence... No, listen, 100%, 100% I agree, but at the same time, I feel like, because teams know that he's such a big threat, if they close him down so much... Listen, let's be real. The, the the areas he's getting the balls in ain't ain't great. Half the time the ball's going over his head. And and when he's on the ball, he's looking either side of him and he's got dumb and dumber either side of him. So so what's, what's it really gonna do? And he's gonna make mistakes. It is, no, no, that's brilliant. As I said, I'm not it's, it's, No, I'm not disputing that, but I just think tonight again and say we had more ball than I've seen us have for a long time. But he's, we but he needs to influence it more as well. We can't just give him a free ride. Needs... No, no, hundred percent. But at the same time, you've got to kind of give certain players not a free ride, but you've got to give them leeway. When if it wasn't for them this season, I don't know where we'd be. But, he, he might have two assists, but how many times has he created the assist? Do you know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get. It. <laughs> it's not. And, and also, as I, I said, I feel like if we had better players, more quality. Like, listen, is what it is with Jed Wallace, whatever. But if you had someone like Jed Wallace on the wing. Fleming would have Fleming stats would be out. They'd, they'd be silly. They'd be stupid. He, he he probably would have went in January. Do you know what I mean? So give just yeah, give me a piece of chance creation. Can we stop giving Daddy Mac the ball in the final third? Because I'm actually going to stick my fist. Hey, buddy. Yes. <laughs> yes, man. My God, the amount of times he fucking got it in a decent position tonight, and either didn't beat the first man or just put in one of the worst catches <laughs> possible. It fucking has got to the point now where it just boils my piss so much. Where I just I don't even bother looking because I know he's gonna fuck me. Just do stupid. Dave, you're hang on one second, one second. We got a new caller in. Dave, do you wanna do you wanna come into the conversation, fella? Yeah, thanks, Ray. Here we are, right? loud and clear, fella. Yeah, um, it's just a quick one. I think uh, when he had that chance in uh, Daniel, we just stripped the uh, the squad there and. Um, you know, I look, I look at the signings he made. I mean, Duncan Watmore, you know, he hasn't done nothing since QPR. Uh, Burke doesn't seem to sort of the, the type of middle player that uh, we need. That, and that's all. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Sort of seemed to me like they were, like were panic signings. Um, I don't think they brought anything to the team at all. Um, I, and just the other point for me is that, you know, players like Danny Mack has been, you know, sort of, you know, a, a, a bit poor. I think it's because he's had, he's had no pressure uh, on him to do anything. There's, there's no one else in the squad that's going to come on and log on and do anything. And I think there's a few positions in the squad where there is no pressure for anyone to perform because there, there's no one behind them to, to force them to make them think that they've, you know, they might lose their spot. No, I totally agree with that. There's no competition, is there? Not, not at all. No, I, I, we're not going to talk. Bear with me one step before you come. We've got a couple of people with messages on Twitter. You've got um, Ricky who said, this has got 2017 season written all over it. Uh, going to sneak in last minute. Keep praying there, fella. Uh, I don't necessarily possibly sit the, with the same uh, positivity as you are. Uh, Callum says, I think we're missing Honeyman massively. I think he's been unspoken hero. He brings energy, and we've lacked that a lot in the last few games. He's been missing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, Ty- Anthony Russell was on a minute ago. He's still on his, uh, his saying it's time to start um, Shaq on Saturday. I just want to make more, one more point before I go. Um, when you look at what we've got at the moment and, and a team of what we've got, say we do miraculously get into the playoff final and, and win it. I mean, how far will we be behind in that premiership? Yeah, you know, in that side? I, I don't think we, we'll be able to make an impact at all. I don't know how you boys thought about that. Well, there you go. Question to the to the people who've got, who, who've got mics in that. Get involved, mate. Well, mate. We'll be lucky to fuck, we'll be lucky to fucking finish sixth at this point. I don't even want to think of the Premier League yet. Yeah, but I, I, that listen and the thing is, it's not even. A, it's about trying to get in the playoffs. It's not you just want to be in the playoffs. You know what I mean? You don't. You're not automatically thinking of promotion. We just want to be in the playoffs and then go from there. But yeah, there's. But yeah, not a hundred percent. By the way, just one more thing. I agree with the Danny Mac thing. I'll, I'll listen. I'm not gonna sit here and say whatever. But I've been saying this for ages. The, at least six months he's got no competition and you can drop a bad performance and still stay in the team Murray Wallace has been doing it all season last season he was player of the season this season yeah. it, it's not even the same it's not even the same man look how he was dropping bad performances and Malone still weren't coming in and to be fair <laughs> I mean it ain't hard to see why but yeah it's just it's just stupid like the, the depth in this squad is, is, is why we will struggle Ultimately, towards the end of the, like, well, the, end of the season, because no, I agree. I mean, Alfie Williams has dropped us a tech, dropped us a tweet, and his um his his point, which again, it'd be good to get people's views uh, on here now. He'd be, he says, you've got to drop Vogue on Saturday and start SA. Go for Wim, go for Wigan from the first minute. I'd, yeah, I agree. I, 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 I totally agree with that, and I know that he's only seventeen. And he's got this, but I mean, if we've got nothing to lose, you know, just just go for it. I, I've not been a, a vogue basher, but I mean, that was one of his worst performances. It's not his worst of the season, I think. Today, I tell you, what, yeah, he's got 
we we've just got a we we have just got to go for it. Sadly, now there is no point playing the likes of Wayne Routes. Even said he's been, been kind of saving us, say because doesn't still think he's got the defensive work. But we just got to forget about that. I mean, another. I mean, yeah. BME BME FNC Ben Hughes on uh, on Twitter. He's basically said Styles was superb today when he come on. Has to play Saturday. I think. I think today he set out to ideally not lose it. I think he set out to try and draw today's game. Unfortunately, it didn't work. And by the time he realised, it was far too late to get back into the game. And and we and and especially when we can't score goals, the last thing you want to do is go a goal down. At least if if we get a lucky goal, at least then we can then. Hold down and 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 hold ourselves, but yeah, we just we just weren't doing anything. I think the simple fact is, and I play one thing before I go. Go on, Dave. Sorry, sorry, mate. Um, I just feel that we we only need to pick up and, and, and play positively and, and, and attacking football when we play against sort of like top top team. Do you know what I mean? I think when they're lower down, we, we don't seem to get. Behind them, they don't seem to have that passion there, and I think that's what's cost us this season. You know. I just feel doing a double over. I mean, if you're looking to go up, I mean, that's that's, that's embarrassing. I mean, yeah, I thought we had a thing to... Yeah, yeah, sorry, go on, mate. Well, if that's the case, then don't do us no fucking favours with the next two because we've got Blackpool and Wigan, the two worst sides in this, mate. And that was my point leading on before you, you said there. That, that is what I'm worried about. These yeah. teams can come and play free-flowing football, but they've got nothing to lose. And they're playing for their teams at the club. Yeah, they've got nothing to learn. Either. I don't. I don't think we get behind teams, our team, unless we're playing Sheffield United. You know, your 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 Burnleys, your you know, your, your Luton. All, I think, and that's what we just struggle with. Then I just don't think it's the same anymore. Um, just trying to be a little bit positive, Dave. One thing I will say is Wigan can stay up now, so they've got to come out of Saturday. Blackpool. I'm not sure. Are they, are they are they definitely down now? No, not yet. Not situation. Not yet. But but yeah, that that is the only the only plus I will say. I'm I'm, I'm clutching the straws, yeah. but we're gonna have got to come out of Saturday. No, that, that's a really good point, Mark. I didn't know that, and I think that that will help us. Do you know what I mean? I think when you unless we get someone, you know, the atmosphere doesn't seem the same there, and this is someone. You know what I mean? And and that's it. But um, boys, I just wanted to say uh, I'd love to be able to chat to you, boys, and that, and I think you're fantastic. And uh, yeah, just keep on doing what you do. Very much for that. But do you know what? One thing I'll say, yeah is people say about the atmosphere and that, but half the time it's so hard to get G'd up when nothing's going on, when the performance is so bad, when it yeah. felt scrappy. You can't... There's only so much you can do before it drains the life out. I mean, you know what I mean? With the beer, yeah. it's always going to be different. But when you're playing Birmingham tonight, you should be play, You should be not playing them off the park, but you, it should be a comfortable win. They've, they've, they've come, they've got nothing to play for. Yeah, no, I totally. I mean, I mean, Ricky, Ricky's yeah. put another tweet in. Ricky's um, Ricky Dobson eighty nine on Twitter. He's put another tweet in where he said, "To be honest, I would rather have Blackburn's running than ours. We always play better against mm-hmm. a better team." Mm-hmm. So the only contradiction I have to that: Do you remember the was it the first year back up, and we had the running of Fulham, Borough, and who was it on the last day? Villa, and we lost two of them. Mm. Yeah, but that was that was without this team, wasn't it? Really, I bet still. I I, I generally think that if you don't come out of 
Wigan and Blackpool with six points, then they don't deserve it. Listen, right? Like listen, right? I could pick 11 of you off here, Rand, 11 of you off here, and turn around and say, listen, lads, right? Listen, lads, ladies, whoever, right? I could pick a mixed team, whatever. Half time in that dressing room, go, listen, we're only one nil down, right? It's in your hands. You go do whatever you yeah. want to do and just go out there and make sure we win this game. I don't care how you do it, but this is possibly some of you, your last chance ever of getting into a, into the promised land. And if you want to try and keep that chance alive, you've got to go win that game today. And and you lot would have gone and got a result against Birmingham. Yeah. That's, that's a great comment. But then anything, the thing is, though, mate, the atmosphere was, I mean, I could flog a dead horse about the atmosphere, right? But I don't think the atmosphere was actually that too bad tonight, to be honest. But also about the players. The effort was there today. We just don't have that quality. Exactly. Of the goal, you, could, you, could, you, could, you could say, like, you could say, okay, half time this, half time that. That's 25 minutes after half time. And if we had an out and out striker up front, if we had Chris Wood up front when he was on loan to us, we'd bang drum by that all the time, we would have we would have comfortably won that game. We just don't have that quality in the final area to finish the game off. That's only what happened today. So, do you think we're in this position because it's a a poor league or or do we deserve to be there? It's a good question. Poor league. Or very easy. Oh, you know, like, 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 at least teams around us are, are they poor? You know the league's poor, you know the league's poor when we didn't win in four games, didn't score a goal, and we didn't change the position. Yeah. We didn't change position. Yeah, but we get the same place we left. There's got to be some perspective against those 10, like, getting a point against Luton and West Brom and not scoring isn't that bad. The whole game, we could play that again, and that outcome would never be the same in another hundred games. And you could argue the same tonight. So we do need to have a little bit of perfect. Yes, they're terrible results. I get it, and it's all back results for this game at the time of the season. But not scoring against Luton and not scoring West Brom ain't that bad. The, those points were good points. Yeah, no, 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 hundred. But no, Hull's performance wasn't that bad. Again, as I said, we could play that game a hundred times, and that result would never be the same. Hundred percent. Listen, the, the Luton game. The Luton game was a game you couldn't lose, so nil-nil in that game is fine. West Brom, obviously, again a draw, yeah. a great result. But then you're losing two 0 to Huddersfield. So in the end, at the, you couldn't say it's a good point at the time. But then when you go and back it up with a two-nil loss to Huddersfield, uh, yeah. That's right. And we've had another tweet coming from Dave who said tonight's just exposed us for what we are: a team that's punching with a lack of quality or depth. Bradshaw's had a season, but can you look at him and say he needs one chance? I wouldn't back him to get us out of a hole. Did it have... well, I just, I just don't know what what makes us different between us and Luton. They've got the same budget, the same thing, but they've obviously recruited better than us, and that's the worrying thing. I, I, I don't think they're that. Honestly, I don't think they're that great. I, I'm bit, I think this league is so poor. I really don't think they're that great. So. The, the, the recruitment piece, I think we all know. If there was one thing that was going to let us down this this second half of the season, was January, yeah. right? Because no no one can tell me that Burke and Watmore were number one and two on our shopping list. Yeah, no, we know right. we weren't because Nisbet was obviously higher up, right? And I thought, again, the club's not overly forthcoming about telling us who they're targeting, so we don't know who else they did target or didn't target. We can all speculate, but yeah, having just going into the second half of the season, we've just Bradders up top. We said it on our January roundup show. We've said it a few times since. It was always going to need a short because once he got injured, now we would be absolute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a new one on Connor 
is notorious for causing trouble. So come on in, Connor. You, you, you know, Dad, you're going to be controversial. What are you going to say, fella? Unmute yourself. Connor, you going to unmute yourself? Well, can you hear me? There you go. Yes, mate. Yeah, I'm not going to be controversial tonight, mate. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay, go on. Quick one. I think 100% we're only where we are because this league is shit, mate. And in my opinion, we're a shit team, yeah? I think we were a better team in the 17-18 season when we come up. Um, and I think we're a better team just before we went into lockdown. Much better. I don't think anyone can tell me this season you've ever had the feeling that you get when we're going up. No, not a chance. I've not felt it anything. I've been saying to all the boys that I go there, maybe I'm a miserable come, but there's only been two games this season, Sheffield United at home and Watford away, where I thought, fuck me, we're a good side. We could do this. And yet, every other game, I just think rubbish. I truly do. I think we're shit, mate. Apart from Fleming, Mitchell, McNamara until the last couple of games and Bradshaw, the team ain't good enough. And all this talk about if we get in the playoffs, nobody will want to play us. That's all shit talk. Every single team in the playoffs yeah. would love to play us because they're better than us. They're... Luton, would be... would Luton would kick our ass, so would Middlesbrough. It's easy. They would. Mm. Yeah, they would. Yeah. I'm not sure about that too much, though, because you've seen Luton couldn't beat us in either game. Oh, no. Borough, to be fair to them, they only beat us 1-0. Could have been yeah, to, to be, but they didn't do it. So, but but hang on one sec, Steve. But in a playoff situation, there's that there's that will and want. Would that would, that would make the game a lot different? And would Luton and Middlesbrough just have that will and want a little bit more than what we would? Yeah, See, and they were a lot better than sure, us. Luton were a lot better than us at their place. They outplayed. They that's. Sure. I, I'll be honest with you. I agree. Luton, we. Our, our first goal was because their goalkeeper made an absolute howler. The second goal, yeah. uh, Bradshaw was offside. They should have had a, a stonewall penalty right in front of the referee, and they absolutely battered us at their place. They didn't play anywhere near their potential or anywhere near as good as they could when they come to us because they knew a point was enough for them. They didn't want to lose the game. Yeah. They come for a point. Yeah. If, they, if they turned up and played... Uh, uh, Look, I don't say I agree. I don't think any of the teams outside of Burnley and oh, I'd say Sheffield United, not to the extent of Burnley, are are any good. The league is a poor league, and this was an opportunity to cash in. And and look, Luton, Millwall, Coventry, Preston those those four teams are teams cashing in on the likes of Norwich having poor start, West Brom having poor start, and other clubs that might have spent a little bit more money. And unfortunately, teams are going to have to drop out or or not everyone can make the top six. And we yeah. had the opportunity. We've had the opportunity for a month and we've just let everybody else in. And come the end of the season, unless unless we get these six points that, that we desperately need out of these two games, we've thrown it away. I think what I'll say is if we do reach the playoffs, look, anything in the regular season goes out the window because... You see it all the time, right? I think in, what was it? The 2016, 17 seasons, whatever it was. Scunthorpe finished 27 points clear of us, right? We beat them over two legs. They're two one-off games. I don't think you can compare league games to the playoffs. They'd be completely different. There's so much more on the line. It's which team yeah, handles the pressure, the better. I totally, it's as simple as that. I totally get you there, but if we'd have won tonight... We would have been five points clear 
from the team just underneath us. But now, where it's not necessarily in our hands, it's now, realistically, you've got Watford on 59 points, we're on 65, and then literally between 63, 62, 61, 59, it goes all the way down to 12th place. And any one of those teams now can pretty much be in the final battle to get to get in the playoff places. It's 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 opened up so much now because of us not getting wins when we need them, um, and it's now pretty much being taken out of our hands. And he's into whoever wants it more. The only th- I just think we're fucking we're just fucking predictable. Yeah. That's what it is. Like we had, some, we had that we had that little kick um, after we changed mm-hmm. formation because teams are like oh hang on we were playing for the back and then afterwards he's not changed up afterwards like. Now it's time to change it up again and do we something different. And you can't change it up. About playing the same. Now what keeps talking about, he's looking for more. He's looking for more from other players other than Trevor and Bradshaw. But he keeps playing the same lines. It's correct. Yeah. He plays yeah, the same team every single week. I don't understand that German. That German gets fatter every single week. Right? <laughs> he walks about the pit. He have a party. The only time he kicks the ball, if he, if he passes it back, if he passes it forwards, he gives it to the other team. People say SD isn't ready to start. He makes things happen every time he comes on that pitch. So what difference does it make? If we, I, if got, we could pick the other minutes, it make even more rapid in 45. I, I, if, we, if we could predict our 11, then everyone else in the league could fucking exactly. our 11 and all. And it's like, it's outwardly, it's just got to fucking change it up. And he's not really doing that. Listen, it, the, the, fact, the fans, the fact, like, sometimes the fans are the best. The fans mad. Obviously, we're not the managers, but when at the start of the season, when we're playing five at the back, we're getting fucking pumped every week. Conceding two goals a game every single week. We said, listen, we need to go 4 3 one We went to 4 2 3 one since then we've been in the playoffs the whole season. Now we're saying we need SA to start because you cannot keep starting the German. Sometimes the fans know best. It sounds mad, but sometimes... It just doesn't... You're about changing it up. How can you change it when you've got one striker? You can take the German out of the team and you can drop McNamara. I think the only thing I'm going to say is, if you look at it now, right, we've said to other teams, right, come and get us. We've got the points. They have to get the points. And that's as simple as it is. You'd rather be in our position and have the points than be in their position with games in hand. They've still got to win those games. They've still got to get those points. So you've got to look at it on a positive side as well and say, look, we are where we are. We saw what we've done. We've got the points. You need to come and get. Those but we didn't get. We didn't get a points tonight, though, did we? We're going to Burnham. Alex, that's right. Alex on sixty-five points. Those teams have now got to get those points. So it's all well and good. If you get them three points tonight, if you get them three points tonight with all them teams playing tomorrow, they're shitting themselves. They that, they're going into them games nervous, thinking, "Fuck me, we can't lose." Nah, they're buzzing. They know. They know. Take, they can go and play. They've got a game in hand on us. They go win, level on points. Listen, I, I think that after tonight, there's about five, six teams are absolutely The only thing I'm saying is five, six teams are West Brom's game in hand is Sheffield United. Blackburn's game in hand is Burnley. Yeah, but Burnley got held tonight to, to fucking Rotherham. Yeah. Yeah, but they're still, now. You've still got to get the point. This is. This is one. Blackburn are two games in hand. Ah, uh, yeah, the black. Yeah, but one of their games is tomorrow night. The other one is against Burnley. Is the game in hand? They've still got to get those points. You know, you, you can make Alex just go to the selection piece. Yeah, yeah, go on. Just go back to the selection piece. 
What is there anything going on with Duncan Watmore? Because like, is is he is he carrying a bit of a niggle? Was Rao alluded to anything? Because is I'm... I've just got to take my piece on Duncan Watmore. He he was a substitute and, and known as a substitute at Middlesbrough as an impact substitute. Nothing has changed there, and he's done nothing to prove that he's not an he's not an uh, impact substitute. He's done the same things what he's done at Middlesbrough, and that is why he was, he was allowed to go. As far as I'm aware to come to us and do the same. As far as I'm aware, there's there's no niggle, there's no anything like that. I've not been told of any form of injury. But the thing is, you he he needs to be given the chance, I think. You know, I I mean he's started I mean he's only started two or three games. You know, and he you cannot you're only you cannot get back ten minutes, you're not gonna be able to make an impact. Ten minutes is enough. That's all I need to see. That's all I need to see. I don't need to. Yeah. By the way, that wasn't me saying that Duncan Watmore was the answer. I was just interested because we've obviously signed him for a reason, right? We we we've probably got quite a few. I mean, players that can can play wide. But that's the point. When 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 you've got a limited budget to pay for players, and you go for someone like Duncan Watmore, who was known as a super sub, he was known as that at Middlesbrough. And all of a sudden, expect him to change as some sort of player that's going to play 90 minutes. He's never looked like a 90 minutes player to me. There's just like a panic sign. We gave him a two year contract. I yeah, it's just like a panic sign. And because we didn't call uh, what we wanted. And I think he's proved that. And he's obviously not shown enough in training or to be, you know, you know over Burke or whatever. He, he doesn't look the player. You know, I'm, I'm not sure. I take people's point on Vogel, Samar. I take the point on that. Um, you know, he's had enough game time to prove that he's worthy yeah, of his definitely. starting place. I mean, and also, if he does start on set, he's got to come off set pieces. I have to say, some of his set pieces mm. are, uh, are just... But, I mean, in general tonight, and it's a terrible Malone. How many times did he just stick it down? Yeah, I mean... What was their subkeeper's throat when you come on two or three? I mean, well, I'll set pieces tonight. Well, I think I do think the delivery for it was called. Listen, 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 listen. Hang on, Alex, Alex, one set. If, uh, listen, it's open for everyone to speak, but just make sure you're not speaking over people because that's where it gets the pain in the eyes. For yeah, yeah. if you were listening to this, you'll be shouting and it going, fucking sharp, sharp. So yeah. go on, Omar. No, no, no. I, I just, I, I, I agree with what everyone's saying there. But about what more? I think, I don't know. I just, it, you, I, it goes back to why he's not playing essay. I think, to be honest, I don't I hate to bang the drum about that, but it's like, come on, what, let's, it, what's he got to do to get a chance? You can see he's got the quality, and he's just not getting the opportunity. So, do you think that's a Rowett thing, or do you think that's just he's saying he doesn't do enough about the ball defensively? But like at, at this point, we need the points now. I just don't worry about you know going forward. Yeah. Score some fucking goals. I think, I think what we agree. need. More. Work, we need goals. We ain't, yeah. we don't score, we ain't scoring none. And I'm listen, I knew something was fishy about one more year when we signed him. And he said his dad's favorite ever player was Barry Kitchener. I say the only bloke yeah. stand named after. Listen, if we had the stand named after Baz Savage, his dad probably would have loved Baz Savage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find that for a second. Every, every time, every time he comes on, it was nothing. He looks like he's blowing. I don't know if he's in or what, but it don't take a certain like it don't take pet. Tonight. So, you know, when a player leaves, I usually search their name and I, and I go on Twitter. And, um, you know, when they leave, the, you know, a lot of players, uh, a lot of stories, a lot of supporters say, Oh, we're going to miss him, we're going to do this. 
But there was no one saying that he'd done anything but come off the bench and, and sort of change the game in the last 15 minutes. Borough fans loved him, to be fair, but they always yeah, said the same thing. They never hardly started for him, and I think that says a lot. They just said he's a 50, 60 minute player at best, and he just. At best, yeah. Yeah, and I think also if you look at it, I think if, he came, if it was Burke that came on and done what he'd done tonight, we'd all be caving Burke for it. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I think. Again, I don't know. My point of what more was if he used to question because we're obviously struggling, right? And I can't believe we would have signed, or well, he wouldn't have joined us to play less minutes than he was getting at Sunderland, right? So, that's what, that's what my question is. I just didn't know if. I'm not saying he's the answer, as I've just said. I'm just interested to see if there is something going on there or if he's carrying a niggle. Because he's, he's, he's injury, more injury prone than Darren Anderson. Right? <laughs> so I just didn't know if that's what's keeping him out of sight. So that's all my question was. But maybe he's been grass- one minute easy on. I think I'm totally agreeing with you. Just thought, I didn't yeah. want to jump in. But if, if you do your substitutes tonight, he wasn't even considered to come on as a substitute for that whole 90 minutes to change the game. He wasn't even considered. Other players come behind, ahead of him. So he, he can't be that hardly regarded as a, as a game changer, can he? Ultimately, Dave, I think it just goes, again, probably my point is, it just goes back to the recruitment, right? It wasn't good enough. If we're signing him for him to be an impact sub or to play more minutes, we've signed him, and now we're seeing or Rowlett's seeing in training that he's not good enough. Yeah. He looks like he's impressed at all. If you, if you look at, like, you know, the, the game against QPR and then the first few games, you see him have these little runs down the wing and stuff and grab the ball. It doesn't look like he's got it. Yeah, no. But when we first signed him, what people were saying about his, his pace was one of his big assets. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that. It kept getting caught. Well, that's a guy a tough game. Yeah, it's not pace whatsoever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unpopular opinion here. I'd start I'd start him next game. What more? Oh, I would have. It's something different. Mm-hmm. I think that he, he's clearly not an impact sub. I think give him some game time. Since he's come in, I don't think we've necessarily given him enough game time. We always seem to bring him on for 20, 30 minutes max here and there. Give him the opportunity to start. <laughs> We could be something's working now. We've got nothing to lose. I'm gonna say one point on this, right? You're saying about give him the game time, let him start the game. He plays more than SA, yet we're all calling for SA to start. So surely that's just saying about because I don't know anyone that would want more to start, but every single person wants SA to start. And rightly so because he creates chances and he's one of our biggest goal threats in the whole team. And he's played about twenty five minutes all season. That ain't right. He, it ain't right. I understand six, seven games ago, you don't start him because you don't want to put pressure on a young kid at this stage in the season. I understand that. But now, you need to play your best players. I'm not saying he's our most experienced player, but I'm telling you now, I know for a fact that he's better than Volkslammer, he's better than Watmore, and he's better than Burt. He's better than all three of them. And I only needed to see half hour to know that. Tyler, but what I'll say is that... Tyler Beery's better than Watmore. I know, he's, I know obviously he's been injured, Tyler Beery's better than the three of them, in my opinion, as well. But, obviously, he lets himself down. I feel like he's let himself down a little bit this season, Tyler. But I feel like he offers more off the bench than someone like Watmore or uh, um, Bolsonaro. Right. Yeah, but what I'll say about that is some players are naturally impact substitutes. They come on, they make a change. Watmore isn't that. SA is. Beery can <laughs> I'd be giving Watmore the game time and see how he goes. Starting a match, give him give, give him the opportunity to get into a game instead of bringing on. He's not an impact sub. Some players are just naturally impact subs. He's yeah, not. yeah, 100%. I do agree with that. But when we signed Watmore, he was known to every other team as an impact sub. 
So why has he not been that far on? More than Midlands, but is an impact sub. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm good. Hang on, no, bro. He would want to it. Billy, are you are you an Aussie? Are you in odds? Uh, yeah, I live in Sydney. Oh, no worries. I was just checking on your on your accent. So yeah. Well, um, right. Go on in, Alex. What are you going to say? Because I'm going to shut this down in a sec, mate. Because otherwise, it's going to take me forever to edit and get this out as a pod in the morning. So, uh, we'll go last words in, Alex. And then right. uh, so, I think the one thing I weighed in on the SA debate is right. If you start him, right, we lose the game three 0 and all the goals have come from down that side. That's going to destroy the players' confidence. That's the only thing I'm going to say as to starting him. I don't see any issue with him coming on for a half. Give him a half. Gradually do it. Um, how many goals have we considered up on the pitch? Like, is that interest? Uh, I don't know, mate. Probably not many. Probably not many, mate. <laughs> no, but... No, but that's good. That's like your point. That's good. But you're, you're, 20, you're just so in a game. I think you need... It's got to be gradual. Give him half the game. Then see what happens. He's a young, young player. You don't want to dent someone's confidence so young. Um, but overall, look, we go again Saturday, look, tomorrow we can look at this and we can say, oh, right, maybe none of the teams have won. We don't know what's going to happen. There's going to be twists. There's going to be turns. Nobody knows what's going to happen, right? If we come out on Saturday, having won at Wigan and we could still then be three points. Ricky Neary, everyone. Boom. Ricky, don't like the sound of the voice, mate. <laughs> I just missed <laughs> Really? Slammer, I'm going to bed. Right. <laughs> I um, I nearly dropped, I nearly dropped, I nearly dropped the phone, and I pressed mute everyone. So yeah, right, Omar, Omar, um, final word to you, then, fella. No, no, I mean, look, I think listen, it's, we're still in it. That's the fucked up thing about it. Look, we're still there, and it's Mill, isn't it? Let's be honest. I think, I, I think we'll do the business Saturday, mate. We'll have to see. Well, uh, that's based on blind hope. We'll be up there, and uh, you know what? I think we'll turn up, and I think it will suit us more because they got to come out. Like Ben's been saying tonight as well, and stuff like that. And I think, but we're still in it. That's the fucked up thing about it. And it's roll on Saturday, mate. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.